What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sports, uh, the <laughs> sister station. What's happening, man? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. It was streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. This is Corey DLG with me as usual as little brother Nico. What's going on, man? Uh, apparently, I'm doing all right. <laughs> Better than you, apparently. <laughs> Why don't you bring us in next time? Oh man, um, yeah. So it's Friday. That's that's what that means. <laughs> that's what that means. We all have strokes on Fridays. Uh, <laughs> we're so close to being done that I can't even focus. That was funny. Uh, yeah. Happy Friday, buddy. I know. First, like, what is this? Week one of the new year is wrapping up, basically. Oh, man. Uh, I guess right at the top, let's go ahead and say it's been in the news for two days. Um, obviously, Nerd Thug Radio does not condone any kind of uh, terrorist behavior. We don't condone violence in this household. Uh, and we are very disappointed um, in those events. I got to be honest. I don't have, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of people who at first – we're making the obvious comparisons that, like, well, the police definitely treated these guys differently than, like, BLM and stuff like that. Uh, do you have any feelings about that? Uh, I, I think it's a valid criticism of it. Uh, I think that the, the security was really lax. The fact that we got pictures day of and, like, really goofy stuff. Like, it's 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 almost night and day, uh, the images we got. So Well, I, I definitely... It it certainly looks like the Capitol Police wanted the Capitol to be stormed when there's a clip of them letting the people in. Yeah, like moving barricades. I saw that clip of the cops moving the barricade and then like waving the people through. And it, it's, it almost begs the question because in the interior, like inside the building, the police have drawn their weapons and are pointing them at windows of these locked doors. And it's like, okay, well, if these guys are worried, what are those guys on the outside doing? Walkie-talkies work through walls. Like, what? Radio waves, man. Don't get them. Maybe they think <laughs> it's sorcery. Like, Maybe what someone's... exactly was happening communications-wise where... Yeah, where they like, all right, make sure you don't let anyone in. Let everyone in? Got it. Yeah, no problem. Move the barricades out of the way? Okay, letting the foot traffic through. Coming in for the tour. Like, yeah. like I don't know. It seemed it seemed obvious that, that at least there was a lot of – listen, there was a woman who was shot and killed. There were three other people who died. Um, I don't know any details. I saw details about one person. I don't know if it's true or not. Um, I'm going to repeat the story. I don't – again, I have no concept of whether or not this is actual, accurate information. I didn't see this verified anywhere. Uh, this could just be a really horrible Twitter joke that I saw and I didn't catch it. Um, you know, the worst place on the planet. I think I think we should just ban Twitter, guys. <laughs> I think that as as a collective community, as the human race, we can just ban Twitter and uh, <laughs> the world will be better. It's a little weird that it kind of became such a big deal considering 140 characters, right? Yeah, like 140 characters. You never get full context. Like... Everyone gets canceled on it. Like Twitter's just bad. Just don't be on Twitter, guys. Um, but the, the 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 guy apparently one of the people who died apparently 
tasered himself to death. Impressive. Did you hear this at all? Am I am I completely crazy? Am I wrong? Well, I mean, I, considering I'm a hermit locked away in a castle, uh, I I have no concept. I I would think the Wi-Fi would work there, but maybe not. Um, I use it to play games. What do you think I am? That's true. That's true. But apparently, he was trying to take a painting off of the wall and was like. Is it electrical? Somehow the like... taser, somehow he activated a taser against himself. Smart. And then once it was activated, he was being shocked, and so his body was contracting, so he, so couldn't... he couldn't let go. Mm. I mean, it wouldn't be... I, I feel like the, the number of taser deaths in, like, the year is never zero, so... like, uh, Well, no. The, so this was a conversation I had with my police buddy, or one of my police buddies. He, like, he, more he people died me, in tasers than getting shot or something ridiculous like that. Well, he said that they tell them when they teach them to use tasers that tasers are not non-lethal. Yeah, tasers. They should consider tasers lethal. Which then I was like, why are they tasing people then? Like, yeah. wait, wait a minute. Yeah, it, it seems it, like, like really, but what's the alternative to that? Like, shooting well, them? <laughs> the rubber bullets and all of that, even though maybe they lose an eye, at least we know that those people typically don't die. I guess that's fair. But is that enough to stop somebody all the time? Listen, if it can take your eye out, uh, I bet it hurts pretty bad. I mean, and yeah, but time, babies no, can take your eye out. Your eyes are very squishy. Yeah, but it hurts real bad when something like, even if I just accidentally poke my eye, I'm out for a day. I mean, yeah, I mean, I got shot in the eye with a Nerf gun at our 24-hour uh, gaming thing. What was it Extra Life? Yeah. Like, it hurt. And it was just a, it was just a Nerf gun. It still hurt. I said, I forgot about that. You did. Zach Attack did shoot you in the eye. It's true. Uh, he he also yelled Allah Akbar when he did it, so it felt felt real. Mm-hmm. Felt real. Uh, no, I just I don't I don't know I I don't know I don't I don't have all the technology in front of me to know what are other appropriate things or inappropriate things like for non lethal options, but the fact that they have the conversation when they give them the taser or when they train them on the taser that hey uh, the taser's not non lethal it can still kill you, right, and then. Internally, if if the taser's in the hand of a suspect, they are taught to immediately consider it lethal again. Um, yeah, well, I mean, if it can kill, if it can kill them, it can kill you. That's just how lethality works most of the time, right? Well, no, and I get it, but I also feel like that means they kind of want it both ways with that thing, and that's my problem. That's my problem with that. Like, no, yeah, no, I, I, that, that's a completely fair argument, though. Like, oh, we can use it. But don't use it. So yeah, becomes... like, it, we know it's lethal, but we're going to use it on you. Right. Well, potentially lethal. It's not supposed yeah. to be. That's the thing, potentially lethal. Yeah. Um, but if yeah, they have so, it, it's lethal, so. So maybe someone tasers themselves to death at the White House, uh, at the Capitol building, during storming the building, trying to steal a painting nonetheless. Yeah, not surprised. I'm still trying to figure out what the other two deaths were. I mean, the federal building could be gunshots, could be they fell well, over. No, they said one person was shot, and then they didn't say what happened with the other three. But they I, like like to imagine, I like to imagine one gave up, and the other one fell over. <laughs> I did see a clip of like one of the riot police holding the hand of an older woman, walking her down the steps. See, She's right all there. Out in, like, that's, MAGA gear. that's humanity. That's what we need more of. Uh, I was actually going to complain about it because it's a riot. Yeah, but how funny. 
I think it's I think it's weird that somehow in the middle of the riot, this old woman was like, "Oh, I'm in a riot now. I don't want to be here." Like, yeah, you and this, stormed this, a Capitol building. This, what did you this think you were doing? Very this very kind riot uh, policeman walks her down <laughs> the stairs and away from the danger. Everyone wins. <laughs> then he turned around and escorted twenty other people one by one, hand by hand, out. No, it would have been worse. If it was like, and then he maced her. <laughs> that would have been like. <laughs> How great would that have been if he got her to the bottom of the stairs and was like, okay, are you okay? And she's like, yes. And then he punched her. <laughs> yeah, just completely <laughs> just takes her out. Yeah. He's like, I didn't want to make We sure got you... one down over here. <laughs> I don't want to make sure that you didn't fall down these stairs. That would have been too dangerous. Yeah, we didn't just... want you to die, man. We just want you to go to jail for 70, 30 years. She's like, but I'm 80 years old. And you're like, perfect. <laughs> See you when you're 110. <laughs> she takes her out. I uh, I just listen. I it's it's clear to me the police acted with a certain level of restraint that they yeah. don't typically show in these situations. Um, and the other thing that's really important, this is something I've always said, and I don't know. I think I think you and I maybe disagree on this a little bit. I think it's really really important that people have an obligation to be honest about things, and I think the biggest issue is. There has been no voting irregularity of any consequential matter. And the problem is, is that certain organizations, certain news organizations haven't been honest about that. Right. Well, nothing, nothing's beneficial. Nothing's been like in a court of law. So there's. Well, no, but I mean, like a lot of the things that are being reported that there's a dominion base in Germany where the votes went to after they were cast before they came back and they were changed in Germany. And there was a army special forces unit that raided a base and stole them. None of that happened. Right. And they need to be honest about it. I'm just saying I'm I'm very, very careful with my words. Nothing was proven. You can't say anything so that you have to, you have to let things lie the way they are. You can't make claims that you can't prove. And that's sort of – so like Dominion finally has issued threatening legal letters to these companies. And here's what's interesting. They're airing now a clip where they basically acknowledge everything they're saying is crap. And then they're still spending the rest of the day saying the crap. I don't understand that part. I don't either, if I'm being 100% honest. Like, uh, they're airing a disclaimer. I, I mean, I saw it. I saw a clip of it where Lou Dobbs is talking, and they he says, hey, uh, we, my producer's telling me we're going to air this segment right now. Let's just go ahead and take a look. And it's them asking several questions to, uh, like, a computer technician who is familiar with Dominion software, and basically he exonerates Dominion of all these different issues. He's like, no, there's not been any proof of this. No, this has not been proven. No, this hasn't happened. No, it's not possible to do this within the system, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then they go right back to Lou Dobbs, completely trashing the election. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Um, That guy just said none of that can happen. He he doesn't know anything. He's just one guy. Right. And I do think this is important to note, that some of these people that are – watched and celebrated on like Fox News, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingraham, a lot of these people, they are not considered newscasters by the network. And as a matter of fact, in court, Tucker Carlson 
has defended his lawyers have defended his show by saying that they don't believe the viewers have a reasonable expectation of honesty from watching his show. Yeah, they have to they have to put on the guys. It's all performative. It's all it's all so opinion even when piece. he says words like these are facts and literally and so the case one of the cases that got brought up was that um one of the porn stars that Donald Trump has an NDA with that they blackmailed him for money. So when he's describing the situation, he even says in his clip this is literally blackmail, okay? So that sentence was specific enough that the slander lawyers were like, oh, well, it's not blackmail. It's, you, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, they sued him specifically saying that he was calling the NDA agreement blackmail. And his lawyers argued, and the judge even ruled in Tucker Carlson's favor because of this argument, um, that even when he says something as specific as this is literally blackmail his viewers know that it's not true yeah so it's important to remember that as we go forward into 2021 that there's literally nothing that these guys are required to be honest about and and while that's a scary thought it also means that you no longer have to recognize them as credible sources Right, and I mean, like, if you're, like, get your news from as many people as you can, and it's real easy to figure out what's true and what's not. But but for some of them, it's not. For some people, it's not, and that's sort of what's scary, and that's what led to this 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 just incredible debauchery the other day. It was that some people can't tell the difference between true and false. Uh, and I think that there's a certain level. I think there's a desire by certain people to continue to stoke those flames of mistrust and dishonesty. Things like Hunter Biden's laptop and emails and all these different things. Remember, that was going to be the big case that brings him down, remember? Um, and now I have, I have read that the FBI is actually actively still looking into that. So perhaps, listen, I'm not ruling out the fact that perhaps Hunter Biden has committed some crimes of some kind. Uh However, when Tucker Carlson's show said that US, uh, UPS lost the hard drive with all of the evidence that was going to prove that all these different people were bad guys and blah, 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 uh, UPS then immediately was like, oh, no, we found it. We can send it right now if you want. And now all of a sudden, because it was missing for 24 hours, Tucker Carlson's like, oh, well, now the device is incredible, so we won't use it. Yikes. When the reality was, they never had to be honest in the first place. Like, <laughs> it never was going to be real in the first place. Who knows anymore? So it's it's important to remember that the people who are trying to scare you into thinking one thing um, probably have a reason for that. You know, don't storm the Capitol. That's not a good idea. Don't steal stuff. Yeah, that's domestic terrorism. Like, that's just, I don't think it's that complicated. And I saw a lot of people trying to say that that's the same thing as the the Black Lives Matter events that happened earlier in the year. Well, Um, well, like, you'd have to be really specific. Be like the the times that the rioters attacked the the Portland courthouse. Like, 
that one specific case. Well, but no, but even then, I don't think it, I don't know that I would say it was because I don't, as far as I know, there wasn't like trial in session at the time. Wasn't yeah, it it's, it's, it's federal property is the only thing that I'm saying. Uh, it is, but there's one thing between, it's, it, to me, that's still not terrorism because like there was nothing happening at the time. I mean, it's still federal. I mean, like. It's a federal crime. Yeah, I don't know. No, that part that's, that's, that, and that's my, that's my point. Like you, you're attacking any federal building is a federal crime. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That part is 100% accurate. What I think makes it terrorism is literally just, we were trying to ratify an election when they interrupted. Like, there was clearly a specific thing they were trying to stop from happening the other day. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, that's unique. Listen, 2020 was a dumpster fire. But, but what happened is unique to just the other day. That's not similar to, I know that Seattle got taken over for a little while by Antifa activists. Remember, they were like they took over like a park or something. They took over a couple blocks, like six city blocks, something like that. Yeah, for like for like a month, and then they they gave them up or whatever. And I don't, but, I don't even know how that happened. If I'm being honest, how they took it over? Yeah, like well, how they let it stand for so long. Oh, how, well, Seattle didn't want. What they didn't want to do was just go through and beat up everybody with riot police. And I applaud them for, you know, finding a different way to, to handle it. Um, instead of just going through with stormtroopers and just, just cracking skulls until everybody was like, okay, we're done. Because here's the thing, that never works. I think I think letting them run it for four or five weeks and then taking it back, I think it showed them that a federal government has the resources to do something that they don't, right? Like, it kind of... They got what they wanted and just long enough to regret it, sort of a thing. It's like, okay, you guys want it so bad? Have it. And it's like, oh, this right. sucks, and people died. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the thing to me. Like, anytime... Uh, in the show The West Wing, it's always funny when the fake president acts like he doesn't want the job anymore. Like, every time they're talking about something, he's like, I told him for 50 bucks and a plane ticket, he could have the job now. <laughs> and uh, they always kind of chuckle about it, but the reality is, like, most people don't want to have to actually run a city or run the, you know what I'm saying? So, like, anytime somebody wants to try and steal power, I say let them have it for about a week, because that's about how long it'll take for them to quit. Yeah, and they're like, well, this is actually terrible. Yeah, turns out I don't want the job. You can have it. Um, But I do want to make sure that we say that right here at the top of the top of the show, that we are at Nerd Thug Radio. We, you know, we're about a lot of things, but we're not about domestic terrorism. Um, it's been frustrating times for a lot of different reasons, but one of the biggest reasons for me personally has just been the fact that I have a lot of faith and hope in people, and it's really disappointing to watch them not even try to look past the surface of a lot of these weird stories. That clearly aren't true. Like Georgia, the idea that there's been voter fraud when something like Georgia has been audited twice. Like Georgia went through and did the entire manual hand recount. Um, one of the states was it Wisconsin or Pennsylvania? Where after they did the first recount, uh, Biden actually gained the votes. I don't know. I don't know which one. I think it was. It was. I think it was Wisconsin. Because Wisconsin is the one he had to pay for up front in order to make it happen. 
so the Wisconsin campaign, the, the Trump campaign had to pay Wisconsin to do the recount. And then at the end of the recount, uh, Trump actually picked up like, I think it was something like 112 votes. Yeah, maybe you got them. <laughs> Which is the wrong direction. Like if you're trying to, if you're trying to fix stuff, that's not the way to do it. Um, and so to me, once you hear that, once you know that they did these audits and these recounts already once, what exactly are we trying to say is happening in our country? Like, are we trying to say that we don't even know how to do a recount correctly? Like, yeah. we can't have I mean, signature point, verification, guys. Right. And at some point, you just have to be honest with yourself and say, okay, well, maybe we're, um, maybe my guy lost. Um, but I am seeing a lot of stuff even today. Uh, so somebody went through a bunch of threads on Parler and posted these, and it's not good. Um, even after Donald Trump gave his speech yesterday, and I haven't seen it yet, but uh, Parler is obviously the conservative Twitter. Um, oh, I was like, what the heck is Parler? Yeah, Parler. Listen to this. Parler actually requires you to send in a picture of your driver's license and your social security number in order to join. Well, that's pretty intense. And they've already been hacked once. Got them. So free identities for everybody. Um, but there was a bunch. So this one person, some kind of media girl, said, "Well, there you go. Trump. Trump actually conceded. I didn't think I'd ever hear that that happen." And a bunch of people were in her comments saying, "Oh, he didn't say the word conceded in this. He said that they were moving on to a new administration. He could still be the VP. There's still hope." What? So, and I'm talking about hundreds of comments that were like, he didn't say he conceded. I didn't hear that in the video at all. So, it's like, there's it's, still a very it's like, of it's people. like, hate to say it, gang, but I lost. It's like, ah, see, but he didn't admit defeat. So, obviously, <laughs> you're, like, well, you're like, I mean, uh, I guess he didn't say the word, but I mean, like, it's pretty hard to. Well, that that's like, um, when the when the Benghazi event happened and uh, Obama in the Rose Garden said that it was an act of terrorism, and then for the next like three months they were like he wouldn't even call it a terrorist attack, and it's like, man, I wonder what I mean, terrorism is, guys. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I guess he didn't. Um, he did call it terrorism. Is that not? Is that a different thing? <laughs> totally different. <laughs> it's. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing that that literally a whole group of people watched the video over Donald Trump allegedly says he's going to dedicate his time to a smooth transition of power. And what they heard from that was that four more years. Yeah. Oh, this isn't over yet. I'm I'm still going for it, guys. He said smooth. I'm he said, very curious he about said how smooth transition of power into my second term. Uh, God Emperor, really God Emperor hear... Donald Trump here. <laughs> I want to hear the woman explain how he's going to become VP. Yeah, like That's what right. kind of backwards? Like, hey guys, I know, I know, we just took this election, but I actually, I, I dug up the rules. No one ever changed the your opponent becomes the VP rule. Um, <laughs> he's the vice president now. Like, where's that? I'm waiting for that discovery. Some like Nicholas. I want to use that discussion. I want to hear where somebody explains the Constitution, that. and then like. Right there, 
paragraph three <laughs> behind a line of text you can only see through candlelight. Like <laughs> when you hold up a UV light on the very back, it says Donald Trump is always VP. Right. Yeah. And you're like, wow, Nick Cage was here? And they're like, no, it was just a movie. <laughs> Did you see people putting Nick Cage in the background of a couple photos? Oh, that's great. I did enjoy that. I did like that. I thought that was. I think that was. A nice I think we can. I, I think we should just induct Nick Cage into like, oh, not Nick Cage himself, but like the character he played in National Treasure, to like to like a bunch of historical societies. <laughs> he does know his history. Like if that if that were if I was in those positions, that's exactly what I would do, and everyone would love me, and it'd be hilarious. That would be funny, though. That would be funny. But no, I to bring in I, Nick I Cage just, for the photo shoots because he played the guy. <laughs> I I would I just need to know like how some people think government works. It doesn't work. There's no government. That's not real. It's all it's all reptilian shadow people. That's what I heard somebody I heard somebody say that that uh, to me QAnon has always been a right wing conspiracy concept i don't even know what it is so i'm just gonna agree with you but i have no concept of what it is well you you hit it on the head uh, if you go far enough down it lizard people um yeah are eating our children uh but that's it's like, like that. it's like that alex jones meme where he was like they're oh i think alex jones is a QAnon guy so you're probably right on it i, I don't know alex jones got erased from the internet so i don't know all that's left is the memes I'm okay, and you know what? I'm totally okay with that. Like my personal favorite one is the one where he's like, "Are you saying something?" And he like runs it, but it's all Minecraft, and he like runs at a creeper and blows up. It's pretty great. <laughs> my favorite was the one where somebody took his words but put it into this song. What was it? Uh, what if What if Alex Jones was what What was the band they used? Oh, I don't know. Iron and Wine. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know what you're talking about now. It's and it's so great. It's a great meme. Um, yeah, I don't feel bad for people like Alex Jones though, who used all of this disinformation to sell you supplements and and man wipes and. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it was always about sponsorship. Although I am 100 percent not on board with censorship. Um. Yeah, I think I think it's just we have to have that conversation at some point about is it censorship? Because I just don't think like. These are private platforms. Um, if the government was telling people that that Alex Jones can't exist, that's a different thing. Yeah. Um, but it should like YouTube and and and, and Facebook and, and these other apps and places and things. They certainly should feel skeevy when people like Alex Jones want to be on it. Like it definitely. There's a lot of people over the years that probably we should have said thanks but no thanks to and we didn't and we we have these pyramid schemes and these ponzi schemes that you know I mean, they all exist they'll exist till the end of time because they will they will just but, remember but we kids, can always limit people are the worst that's true but we can always limit their reach um and at least be self-aware about those things but anyway so so QAnon, i was always under the impression is a right-wing conspiracy wrong uh, it's z-wing all about lizard people. <laughs> well, somebody was trying to was somebody was trying to convince everyone that that even left wing people get into QAnon. But my issue with that is, right now their big belief is that Donald Trump is a secret agent, and that oh, that's next level. 
all of these, and he's secretly fighting a one-man war against the pedophile blood magic cabal of the left-wing government. And I was like, well, wait a minute. If you're a liberal who believes this stuff, because like it, by name says people like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are uh, evil pedophiles. Um, I was like, wait a minute. If you're left-wing, if you're a liberal and, and you believe this, did you believe that the president is a super secret agent fighting a one-man war like against the people you like i don't understand yeah that's a that's a level of self-hate that's a little that's a little backwards but then but then you realize that it actually goes even deeper than that and there's actually shadow people controlling the shadow people controlling the lizard people And this is when you find out about the spider people in the lizard people's ears. Right. And this is when you find out that Adam from, from DC Comics is a real guy fighting a one-man army in the ear of a spider, in the ear of a shadow person, in the ear of <laughs> a lizard man who's in the ear of the government who controls everything. And this is why we have to take civics classes. This is why. Right here. <laughs> Tell me that my 100% accurate theory is not true. <laughs> to, to find out that even if everything you just said was true, one person doesn't run the government. <laughs> well, obviously, they're all just clones. Duh. Right. We need a bunch of shadow people in the spider people and the lizard people. Like, dozens. Duh, obviously. Haven't you ever watched that one movie with the glasses? Uh, With Roddy Roddy Piper? Yeah. <laughs> For one of the most famous lines in all of trash talk comes from exactly i'm here to kick butt and chew bubble gum and i'm all out of bubble i'm all out of bubble they kill someone immediately (laughs) which that that might have just been roddy piper actually murdering someone (laughs) i like i like to be in the future where all action movies are real (laughs) it's just like it's just constant (laughs) murder and explosions everywhere (laughs) Uh, did you ever see and then we'll go to a break here did you ever see the movie Last Action Hero? No. So the concept was that in a world where action movies are real and happen all the time like Arnold Schwarzenegger's character never has to reload and blah 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 this kid gets a hold of a magic movie ticket and can travel in between the real world and movies and so he's like hanging out with Arnold Schwarzenegger and they're in like a buddy cop movie uh, but then the bad guy of the movie gets a ticket back over here to the real world. Oh, God. So then he comes into the real world, and like in the, in, when in one of the first scenes when he's here in the real world, he shoots a guy in an alleyway because uh, the guy tries to rob him for his shoes. And the bad guy shoots him, and then he's standing there, and he's like, he's waiting for the sirens. He's waiting for the police to come, and they don't come, sadly. And he starts like looking around, He's like, wait a minute, no one's going to arrest me for this? Like, then, like, it makes the real world very depressing feeling because then he's standing in this alleyway over this dead kid. And he's like, he starts calling up into the alleyway. He's like, hello, I just murdered this man. And people are like, shut up. And then you cry. It's, uh, it's real sad. Yeah, it's kind of depressing because he's like, okay, I'm just going to walk away now. I'd hate to be arrested. And people are like, shut up! They're like, go home. I literally don't care. 
I was going to murder that guy next. Yeah. If he just said one more thing, I was going to shoot him. So uh, it's kind of depressing a little bit. But it is it is a funny movie. Big giant action pieces, but it's like they're real. You, gotta, you do have to check it out at some point. Funniest action hero. That's what we are. We are Nerd Thug Radio, that's for sure. And we're gonna take a break. We come back. We got a little bit more show coming. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd related, The Adventure Begins is the one stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where, as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest-growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much, and stay safe. And stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Townjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. Streaming worldwide at IronLoneStar.com. As always, go to Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. That's where Nico's been posting Cosplayer of the Day. Uh, If you look closely, he's posting them in a pattern so that he's etching out a message that says, Save me from my house. Uh, uh, no, but there is a pattern that uh, every every day has at least one picture of someone with a horse so far. <laughs> okay, that's creepy. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm Corey DLG, and that's little brother Nico. So you're getting horse pictures in there now too? Can well, like it's, it's, it's a cosplayer. It's a cosplayer with a horse. There's at least three different ones that have appeared on every single day. Just something I, I thought was funny. I'm impressed. I'm impressed by your ability to find the horses. They're hidden. This one's horse in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said horses. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So before we get into anything else, uh, why don't you tell our friends about The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more is open and at full operating hours. You can come on in the store if you would like. Uh, you do have to wear that mask, though. Uh, trying to be as safe as possible. But if you want to be a little bit more safe, they do have delivery and curbside options available. Uh, they do have events running back up. Today, Friday, January 8th, is a Star Wars game night. So this is all, any of the Star Wars games. You got X-Wing, casual meetups, uh, and 
What's the new game that came out not too long ago with like the miniatures? Which one? Uh, it's like it's not Galaxies, is it? That's that's the old game. Uh, Legion. There you go. Yeah, I know and things. You know things. And then uh, Saturday, January 9th at two p.m. is the Pokemon Casual Meetup. And at uh, January 9th, it's uh, that's at two p.m. And at six p.m. is Hammer Time. So Warhammer tabletop Warhammer meetups are back. So if you want to come out and hang out with your fellow war game enthusiasts, get your Warhammer on at the Adventure Begins, Comic Themes, and more. Fantastic place, wonderful staff, well lit, super safe, super clean. Come on in and join us for a grand old time. Woo! Grand old time! Grand old time! Woo! I always um, feel like super like old timey. Let's have a grand old time. <laughs> Also, I was just in there uh, getting uh, some stuff, and every Wednesday this month, they're doing a back issue sale. Um, they're giving discounts, and I don't remember what the discounts are, so I'm not going to get it wrong by saying it. They're giving <laughs> big discounts, though, on back issues, and then pretty substantial discounts on trades and collected comics. Ooh. So, get your go read ahead on and, uh, the pan, yeah, check that out. What'd you say? To get the reading on in the pandemic. Nothing better oh, to yeah. do. Hey, now it's only on Wednesdays, and it's only during the month of January. All right, so you got, what, three weeks left? And we get you got sales. three more, three, maybe four, four Wednesdays? Uh, three four more Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Three more Wednesdays to check that out. Um, okay, so we were talking about this in 2020. And it's already come up again in 2021. World ending. Um, possibly. Uh, <laughs> another established publisher is using Kickstarter for a project. Weird. This time, at first I got excited when I first read this. But then I reread it and I realized it doesn't feel as exciting as I thought it was at first. Okay. Okay. It's the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers... They're I'm in Boom Studios about five years ago launched a comic book and it has done exceptionally well. Yeah, I see him all over the place. I see him getting signed and And the artists are great. The art yeah. has been great. The story apparently has been very interesting. I know I'm saying this out I listen, guys, I hear me too, okay? But apparently it's been really good. I mean as an avid fan of the Power Rangers, I'm happy. So, anyway, the first series ended and split off into two new books. So, Boom Studios was collecting the 50-plus issue run of the first series. And they were putting it in a bunch of hardcovers. Alright, that's pretty cool. These are big, elaborate ones with, you know, well-made special art they come in slip covers there's boxes fancy well i thought that the basic tier of a hundred dollars bought you basically just the plain hard covers of the whole run i was like okay for a hundred dollars six hard covers is a good deal yeah that's that sounds pretty good uh no it turns out for a hundred dollars you can pick which of the six hard covers you want Oof. All six hardcovers are still going to be five 
$100. That is the cheapest price to get all of them. Yeah, so they're saying, oh, look, you buy five and you get the sixth one free. Basically. Why Um, is it even six? Ten issues a book would make sense and would do bad. They've got it divided, I think, by storyline. I mean, I guess that makes more sense, but 50 issues, I'm telling you, I can't. Well, it's a little bit. I think it's fifty-eight or fifty-four or something along those lines. Oh, okay. Really yeah, it's not. Sense. It's not a perfect. And I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff they put in there, notes and sketches and blah 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 and, and funny stuff. Yeah, look, and I'm sure it's 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 pretty it's pretty ba, but like a hundred bucks for for <clears throat> a, for a ten issue hardcover. That's that's rough. Yeah, I didn't like it when I saw that price. I was a lot less interested. Yeah, like, like hundred and fifty for all all six, maybe. I listen at a hundred dollars. I was like, I am thinking about getting this. Yeah, at at hundred for one, uh, you can keep. Uh, you can keep it. I don't want it anymore. Yeah, yeah. That and that's immediately when I when I reread it, I went, oh wait a minute, hard pass. Yeah, no, and like I'm, and I'm not, I'm not really opposed to like super exclusive deluxe edition whatevers. Like the super fans are gonna want what they want. Like you're never gonna stop Mister Moneybags. Well, listen, it was already in uh, mid five digits on the when I I think I saw it the first day. I think there's still like 27 days to go or something like that. When I saw it, it was already in excess of the seventy, eighty thousand dollar range. So like, yeah, no, like it's people not, are buying it. It's not yeah, like people people who want it are gonna want it. But like for a casual consumer like me, who's not that diehard about it, I'm not gonna spend that amount of cash. Yeah, I wanted to read it if I could find it somewhere in one collection affordably. Um, yeah, and I'm sure that it will happen eventually, and some way or another i hope but uh, i can tell you where it'll happen three years from now at a convention somewhere yeah i'm gonna find the trades i'm looking for and i'm just gonna buy them all at, on a on a deal sunday or something you know what i mean like yeah they're like well i mean i, re- I already well, I already had these and i already sold mine and i know there's a lot of people getting into the collector's market as of late oh yeah the like, cards and comics have become collectible again collectible yeah like your super, your super old magic, your super, your your old Pokemon that like exploded. My question for all that is, when do we learn lessons? I guess that's my question for a lot of this. When do we as people ever actually learn a lesson? Never. The answer is never. Like this destroyed comic books the last time it was a thing, uh, and it destroyed sports cards the last time it was a thing. Yeah, and I mean the the market's different, and I I always think that there's going to be some safety in like old sealed product that's not counterfeit, obviously. Where it's like these just don't they these just don't exist, and they're never going to make another one. There's never going to be another first edition base Pokemon set. They're not going to print magically cards from the '90s again, unless we somehow invent time travel. Right. Right. So, like, that, like, I understand people, like, putting money into it. But only if, like, you actually care. The thing that bothers me is people that are, like, investors. Or they call themselves investors. And they're like, look at me, guys. I I paid a lot of money for these Pokemon box I don't care about. 
You're talking about YouTubers. Yeah. Well, like, so, like, Logan Paul, like, looks like he actually cared because he probably did play Pokemon when he was a little kid. I'm talking about, like, the, I don't know if you saw the the thing with the, uh, I think they're called Dumb Money, literally Dumb Money. Um, and they, op- they, they, they opened up a, a first edition box on the screen and it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a fake. <laughs> what? Yeah. So literally they had like, it was a stream set up and like guy walks in, they literally have a briefcase full of money and like, they're like, here's the box. It has like a small tear in one of the seals, but they're like, it's on the bottom. It's not a big deal. And like, they have a guy who's like an actual, like he cares about, it's clearly he cares about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And like he's like, I don't know, it's pretty suspicious. Usually these these kinds of things are, you want to be pretty wary because you know, obscene amounts of money. And uh, yeah, they open like they they peel back the thing. They open the first pack and it's got like cards from like last year. Wow. So what happened? I mean, there's nothing they can do about it, huh? Well, the, the money had to be changed hands because they were gonna open it like there and give him the money well they're like they're like well we're just gonna and like very quickly you see people like taking the briefcase full of money and walking away (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're not letting him take this that's crazy hey you didn't hear about it it was was a pretty Mm -mm. deal you know what though People are getting what they deserve. It's hard for me to feel bad for people when they do these kind of things. Like, yeah. Well, like, like in, in any in any kind of industry, in any kind of bubble, there's always going to be con artists and people wanting to make a quick buck off of people who are vulnerable and stupid. That's the important thing: vulnerable and stupid. The key ingredient is stupid. Yeah. Like you're really um, going to trust some random off the street to give you a thing that was worth a hundred thousand dollars right like when you track some of these people down you definitely sometimes you just gotta go is this real right like are you sure about that yeah uh i do want to take a minute to comment uh, the newest set of hero has come out oh, yeah. these are the, the newer larger more detailed figures like how much bigger um, are they are they like 50 percent bigger 25 percent bigger I don't, you know, it didn't feel different when I was holding them. I'm gonna say I I don't know. Okay. Um, like I saw pictures like on their their official website, but like I have I have absolutely no idea how scout scales in my hand. I I'm gonna say this first. I don't. I'm not impressed by the level of detail or sculpt. First of all. Yeah, I, I, when I, I was looking at some of the ones, and I was like, these just look like hero clicks. Yeah. They don't look that different to me. Right, and I feel like Heroclix has always been, like, pretty decent with their sculpts for the most part. Like, I feel like they got lazy in some of the later sets with an excessive amount of recolors. And well, I will say this. It feels like rares, super rares, and chases have always had the attention paid to them. Yeah, because they're, you know, the rare pieces, usually the better ones. Right. The ones below that, I think, have always kind of been a little lazy. Yeah, um, no doubt. And that doesn't feel that doesn't feel different in this set at all, for sure. Um, I, I will say this before we get too far up against it: kind of a disappointing set, I feel like. And there's not a ton of um, really like 
great X-Men in it. Yeah, I mean, we got Maggie. That was cool. I never thought that would ever happen, ever. Man, I desperately want to pull him. Like, that's one of the ones I still don't have. And I, de- I, I would love to get a maggot. And I don't know why. I don't have a good reason for that. <laughs> He's just such a weird mutant. I gotta have him. That's really, that's really all it is. Like, he's one of those characters that are like, really? Maggie? That's who well, and it's And for those who don't know, essentially his digestive system he's two is these bugs. two sentient biomechanical maggots who crawl around and eat everything, and then they go inside of him and feed him the energy from it. And he gets power from that. It's like a cool, crazy mutant power. It's very much a Generation X character. Yeah. Um, except he was never part of the team. He only appeared in one issue. Uh, and he was never even created as part of that team. He was so, just there. <laughs> well, he was in X-Men. He showed up in X-Men, and they were doing, they were trying to set up one of, Scott Lobdell was writing both X-Men books at the time, and it, it looks like he was setting, and maybe it was, might have been Fabian this season, now that I say that. One of them, it was Operation Zero Tolerance around that time. And one of them was setting up one of the two books to be like new X-Men together. So it was like Marrow, Maggot, Dr. Reyes, Cannonball, uh, and then, like, Beast was, like, helping them learn their powers, and, like, Wolverine, too. And then the other book was going to be, like, the X-Men, X-Men book. Um, But then it just never worked out that way. Um, But it very much was kind of structurally, organically going in that direction. And Maggot was going to be an X-Men at that point. I don't even actually know that he ever really joins the team for any real length of time. Yeah, so like weird. Like, doesn't even make sense. Got a hero click, though, after however many years it's been, like 10 or something. Yeah. Well, like, well, no, like, I mean, no, he's existed since Yeah, he's existed then, but like 20 years? Yeah, he's existed for 20 years, and the game has existed for like 12. 10? Probably longer than that. Well, no, because the, the What If set was, I think, their 10th anniversary, so... And that was two or three years ago, so, like, 13 years, something like that? No, it was their 15th anniversary. Yeah, I was about to say, I think it was their 15th. So, literally, like, 16, 17 years now. Yeah. That's crazy. I never realized that. I think I even had some some of the first set. It was... uh. The pieces were very small. They didn't have the Oreo design for the stack yet. Yeah. It was very, it was very different back then. The action token rule was weird. Um, we didn't there was even... a lot of stuff about it that made it hard to play. Uh, Elevation and flying was like, weird. But the set had like 100 figures in it or something like that. Yeah. It was a big first set. I do remember that. It was a big first set. And I, there wasn't any super rares. There was only rares. Yeah, that's so odd. And everything had, like, experience levels. So, like, you could have a rookie version, a veteran version, or, like, a... I don't remember the other one. But there were three tiers to everything. Yeah, so, like, you'd have three of each figure, essentially, at different point values. Different point values. Yeah, exactly. This was based on, like, what they knew. Um, Wild All right, times. so all that being said, that's another episode of Nerd Thug Radio. Um, we'll try and kind of get more information about the set as it comes out. We might... I think there's a an event at Space Cadets uh, this Saturday, so tomorrow. Um, but this, I'm excited for Hero Clicks to come back. I'm excited to maybe start playing again. 
but overall, there's there's a lot that this set leaves to be desired. Um, that being said, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Come hang out with us Monday at 2 p.m. right here back at the same station. On behalf of little brother Nico and myself and the Adventure Begins Comics Games and More, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Wash your hands, stay safe, fight the power, Black Lives Matter. Thank you guys. Everyone have a good one. The Adventure Begins Comics Games and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey TLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeout uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where, as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas AM Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs>